Good afternoon, ladies, gentlemen, dogs, uh, my lizard back at home. Uh, we are here from a new location because this is our first podcast, a part of the CBJ Artillery Familia. Uh, we made some moves. Uh, we decided to get off our rear ends for once and, you know, actually make something of our lives, you know. That old chestnut. Uh, we it was a hard chestnut to crack, by the way. It's a really hard chestnut to crack. Uh, not many people can do it sometimes, but we actually did it. It yes. took us a while. Especially when you're trying to crack it and you just have this nice old couch at home with two TV screens set up with a PlayStation 4. Yeah. It gets very hard it, to it gets crack that. really hard. So... Um, Kooks, you, Kooks was, has only been on for a couple months, but his hard work has pushed us to the forefront dude this man kooks here has been he's been texting me every day with all these ideas and i just i keep showing you and tom every time like i keep showing you and tom like as if there's no i keep showing you and Mackenzie every time i get a text from this man and i'm like he's excited and now we're here and he's making it happen and he's as good of a producer as we can have so kooks shout out to you yeah um, um appreciate it boys yeah. thanks Kooks, you've done a fantastic job bringing us out here. So, but we are here in our new location. We actually um, have stuff, you know, to put recordings out in a good fashion. Rather, you know, the equipment back at Otterbein just putting out seven-minute segments. We can actually put out like a whole episode now. It's we're, amazing. We're like those. We're like that. We're this is the part of the movie like where those or that orphan who has been running around the orphanage he finally gets adopted, and now we're back in our like we're back in our like first home, and now yeah. we're like running around playing with all these toys. You no, know, what I thought of like a couple nights ago, I was like, this is like from the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. This this is like our Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Like, it's going to push us. It's going to push us. It's going to push us. And you know what that means? As this commander-in-chief, CEO over here to our right, is uh, babysitting us. You know what this means? This means is that eventually one day, you're going to be like, you can't do that. And we're going to throw rocks through your window. Yeah, we're, so. one day you're going to say a six-minute song's too long. Yep. And you we can't play it on yep. radio. And I'm going to be like, well, freaking watch this. I'm going to play my six-minute song on this radio. Instead of a six-minute song, it's actually going to be a six-hour podcast oh. of Tom and I just making <laughs> fart noises. And you're going to be like, no way. This can't air. And then we're going to air it. And it's going to get millions of plays. And yeah, Mike yeah. Myers. Yep. It's going to work. Did it's you know that was work. actually Mike Myers? Yeah, uh, I did know I, that. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. He's so unrecognizable. I, it's one of those things in those movies when you go to the movie and you're watching the movie and as the movie's playing and you're figuring out what the movie's about, they like you see this cast member and you're like looking at this guy and you're like, I know this guy from somewhere. Where I didn't know from? him at all. Where's like, he from? The brand's clicking and right before the scene ends, you're like, Mike Myers. That's who it is. No, my, mine was like, I saw him in the, the credits. I'm like, where the oh. hell was he? And then like I finally connected the name. I was like, Oh, he was that guy. Completely unrecognizable, but... You see, you love seeing the post-credit reads, too, because it makes you... It reaffirms for you that you do read. You know what I mean? Like yeah, when you read, I like, can read like from smart, time to time. Smart me reading the credits, and you know, <laughs> these don't go to waste. From, Shout out to the credits. From time to time, my brain cells do click, and they do put letters and words together to make sentences, but... Nonetheless, um, as much as I love to talk about Queen, uh, let's talk about some hockey. You know, that's that's what we tend to do some on sports. this show. 
Uh, the first topic I have on my list, I don't know if you guys saw it. I saw it during one of the intermissions uh, last night during the coach game. Um, Tuka Rask got his head cl- taken clean off. Ooh, well, is I mean, vid? Did you oh, yeah. see it, Cooks? Yes, I, I mean, it was it, – um, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Philippe Chaitel from the Rangers, he scores mm-hmm. a beautiful goal. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you can't say enough about it. It was top shelf. But in that momentum – he tries to jump out of the way of Tuka Rask, t- puts his hip right in Tuka's face, and as Tuka's falling down, Philippe, Philippe's hip goes right back on Tuka's head. So he got the double whammy. Uh, he obviously had to leave the game with a concussion. Oh, so Tuka didn't get up and fight last year like he did against uh, Hayden against, he against gets Corey, hit so hard. against that dude from the, no, dude, from the he, Bolts? I honestly think he got hit so hard, he probably got knocked out for oh, a second. Oh, you hate to yeah. see it. Like, it was a ferocious hit. Damn. Yeah. I think guy. it was – there was also a little – If you, I mean, if you watch the clip, we'll try to put it out on our Twitter after if you guys, you know, so our listeners can see it. But McAvoy kind of pushes – is it Chaitol? Is that what we're going with? Chaitol. I'm going to yeah. go with Chaitol. So McAvoy just kind of pushes Chaitol a little bit. and I, But, I mean, Tuka took the absolute brunt of that <laughs> Like hit, it, was it was straight hip bone to cranium. Yeah. I've and then s- Tuka falls down, cranium hits ice, and then hip bone back to the cranium. Yeah. So, okay, so spin zone here. Uh, Bruins trade back for uh malcolm subon and he's their new star attendee in boston oh, wow. and everybody that's racist in boston loses their minds that was that loses like, their minds that seems like forever ago when he was actually on the bruins facts because i remember like playing nhl 16 and like when you scored enough goals in that game they you score five goals in nhl they they take out the goal they yeah. switch goalies he was always the one that came in when and you, you saw when you uh shit pumped and you saw the name subon and you always thought well is that PK's brother? You know, there's some brothers in the NHL. Yeah, no, Jones, is. Seth Jones's brother is flirting uh, with Edmonton. F- Felino and uh, the Felino brothers had a little scruffle last night. They did. They got a little scruffle last night. Yeah, oh, you love a little shoving because yeah. uh, Anderson was getting picked on two on one, and Felino was like, "I ain't having none of that shit." And he came over and just gave Marcus a good shove. You think they shared a room when they were kids? Oh yeah. Mm. You think definitely. They, you think the they Felino got, household definitely had shared rooms. You think they got scruffy? Oh, yeah. They got real scruffy? Oh, yeah. And then Jody was like, oh, just back on the old pawn days for the <laughs> Felino brothers. I love Jodes. What do we do without Jodes? Dude, Jody, just a quick story. I Not a big deal. I did go to the CBJ Cannonball for free. Not a big deal. Not a big Ooh. deal. Um, Jody Shelley... I loved every moment of him being there because he was in one. <laughs> that man was all over the dance floor. And just like, I'm sure you guys have seen videos of the Cannonball. It was an 80s theme. So the dance floor, it's like completely black. Yes. This man is wearing sunglasses yes. in a dark room. <laughs> what were his dance moves? Well, what did he go he's to? Just, he's just got his hands oh, up. Hands up he was like the Woo-hoo! dancing lizard. The dancing and this lizard, man yeah. was mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. in front of the speakers. Mm-hmm. Like He had to have gone deaf for a couple days. Uh, by the way, we're going to be posting the video of the dancing lizard because we are going to reference it a lot on this podcast. The dancing lizard, we will retweet that video just so you all can see it. But you have to go find us. You can find us on Twitter at the hockey dudes literally just type in the hockey dudes get the the gotta get the the in there yeah or uh, the or the depending on which way you swing yeah personally i swing with the i like the you it like sounds like more 
professional or like has like a different yeah. connotation. It's it's to it. it's more like a, a curveball that yeah. came that, that was outside the strike zone that landed like, and like you were like, when, Yeah, that when, way that plays. Yeah. When like it's Sunday night football and they're talking about what college they're from, they don't go the Ohio State. It's like they go the it's, it's Ohio like that State. it's like that goal that your team scored where the ref was waving it off right away and like the players are complaining they're like, nah, that was in. They look at it, the replay Toronto says I don't know what that ref was thinking because that's a good goal. Yeah. It's like one of those. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that definitely plays. You didn't expect it to play, but it played. It was in. Yeah. So, um, I next, just oh, oh go ahead, Cooks. Go oh, ahead, Cooks. Go ahead. I just have a few things. I was uh, looking a little more into this Tuca incident, and so apparently, the head trainer for the Bruins had to be restrained from going after Charlie McAvoy. You love to see it for hitting Tuca. <sighs> that's my trainer right and there. He was heard yelling, "Are you an?" It just, just says expletive, idiot, scary scene between periods, and then scary scene between periods. <laughs> Wait, I, I got my hand up. Yeah, yeah, um, are we allowed longer. to cuss? Because I already cussed once. No, yeah, no, we can I'm, cuss. That's yeah, fine. okay. I was just saying this tweet. It just says okay. It, in literally in brackets. I was it like said expletive. Because then we got to start recording all over again. Because I've already cussed <laughs> no. like twice. The, we'll just edit. We it can out. cuss. Well, you should have heard. Dave and I on that first podcast with the artillery on Wednesday, we were okay, we were good. throwing them all out because that's half my like dictionary is cuss <laughs> words, right? Okay, and then uh, but no slurs. Let's stay no, away from the no, slurs, no, boys. I, no slurs. I, I am PC when it comes to cussing, and we are not Don't Boston. Worry. We're not Boston. Not saying Boston's racist, but just saying they're racist. They're okay. All right, we're gonna say that. Let's go. It's fine. All of Fenway Park was <laughs> was letting them have it. Okay. <laughs> you love to see, you, you hate to see it. You love. You to definitely hear it. hate to see it. Yeah. Also, this second tweet that I saw, it says goalie Tuka Rask is wearing a blindfold to shield his eyes from the light. Well, now, maybe that's why he's so bad. Recently. No, I've heard been of there. Sunglasses. <laughs> been there. Concussion. Not a lot of fun. I've literally just had to like sit literally in a pitch black room because I like light hurt that bad what if what if he like what if this is like the point in the movie for him we're like putting on a blindfold he's like he's like a jedi knight all of a sudden and like he's actually like freaking better at playing goalie he's like and he's like using the force he's like using the force and like bobby Orr comes into his ear and he's like so use you, the force to you can do and this. He's just, he's just moving side to side, using the force blindfold. Use the, thinking, glove, like, use the, the glove. Hand, use the glove hand, Tuka. Use the glove hand. You love to see it. No, I've always been appreciative though of Tuka's gold like face mask on mm-hmm. his hockey on his. On yeah. his he has like the really. same mask every year. I like yeah. it, like the bear the bear claw. Yeah, and like yeah. Mark Andre kind of stole the gold face mask because now he wears the gold face mask. I'm pretty sure, but like. Tuca was the original goalie in my mind to rock like the all gold like actual yeah. face mask of yeah. the helmet, which I'd always thought was sweet. Yeah. Um, did so, you did you have any more? No, fat? I just I just thought that the blindfold fact was. Oh yeah, he's oh, he's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, he's fucked up. Well, in that. It's, he's he watched too much Bird Box is what happened, and, <laughs> oh, and now he wants to live it. And I'm gonna be honest, I've also watched too much Bird Box recently because I watched it a second time last night. And last night I had a dream that I was in a survival movie with Sandra Bullock. We Whoa. had just gotten kicked off a cruise ship, and like we were stranded like on this like. If island. there's one like movie character. Or actor, you want to be in a survival situation with? It's, who would it be? It's Tom Hanks, and then it's really? Sandra Bullock. Tom yeah, Hanks. Tom, Tom Hanks. One. He's done wow. it all, man. He's cast literally away, man. cast away, I mean, man. But he's also done it all. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm choosing Kurt Russell. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's. All, I mean, I don't know. You, can, I don't know if you can trust him though. You, you see, Guardians of the Galaxy two. He was a whole planet. Yeah, but 
He's also beat the Soviets. He was a firefighter. Okay. He he defeated an alien thing that can transform into humans. Facts. I mean, and he was a planet. I mean, he was he, a bad he planet. He survived. He survived an upside down ship. You're forgetting the fact that he was a planet. You like? I just need. I need you to hear. I need you to hear. Say he. You know what? No, I, I'm going to change mine to Liam Neeson. Yeah, dude, he's dude, got a new movie coming out. You seen that? Miles, yeah, man. he's got a new movie. Yeah, I'm going to change mine to Liam Neeson. But is he good at like making the fire and getting the wood and stuff, or is he just good at like? He's got a shooting particular people. set of skills. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, dude, he's got a particular set of oh, skills. I'm sorry, boys. You're right. Like he literally can do anything he puts his mind to. He couldn't defeat Darth Maul. Yeah. Because he, he didn't knew, he knew if he sacrificed his body, it'd be for the better. <laughs> he was like, he was, he this. was one step ahead of all of them. I don't Facts. know what you're on. You're right. All right. He was one step Thank ahead of all Thank of them. Thank you for keeping okay. me in check. So <laughs> next, next topic, back to hockey. Uh, so we are going into the all-star break, but one of the big names in the NHL, Alexander Ovechkin, is deciding to opt out. I'm pretty sure he's gone like every year of his career. And this is the first year he is saying, uh, I'm, I'm going to take a backseat on this one. And I just want to hear your boys' thoughts on that. Well, I mean, obviously, Tom, this guy has been uh, so much. And uh, do you see how many gray hairs that man has? Do you think this man really needs to be going to an all-star game? Like, no. He's just... I, I'm... No. My personal opinion is I am completely fine with this. He's done it like every year of his career. He has given back to the to the league and the sport already so much that like one year off at the all-star game isn't going to kill him. See, the only reason he ever went to the all-star game, because he was like, you know, thinking about it and he's like, you know what? This is like the one time I get to have fun like this year. And then after he won the cup, he realized he's like, no, after you win the cup, you get to have fun for like, for like five months. So he's like, I want these, <laughs> I want this. Week I want off. another cup is what he wants. I, I think we need to really take into consideration that cup celebration to him sitting out to the All-Star game because is he really maybe just hungover still? He, <laughs> yeah, he was housed for at least three months because he was not going to fucking suck this year. And by the way, he's made, he's gone to 10 NHL All-Star Okay, games. I didn't know a the, lot of NHL All-Star I didn't know the exact games. number, yeah. but I knew it had to be double digits. Mm -hmm. He's given back to the league more than enough. He's gone to the last five. I'm, he's the, going to last five. So the one not. I'm looking at, it looks like he's been and for being to every year. Or oh no, he missed. He, miss he missed thirteen he and fourteen. He missed um, 2010. <coughs> but he hasn't. He hasn't missed and a lot. A guy that can't speak, that really couldn't speak English that well. Bad impressions with the league. Either yeah. like he's always been a good. Just as you said, ambassador of the league. Yeah. And never been in real trouble. Like, never been in the headlines for anything bad. Yeah. The we only don't thing even I, consider this thing a bad. Like, he's, the he's only thing keeping I can tabs think on of himself. Was like when he said, I'm still going to play the Olympics. But then, like, he ultimately just said, I never mind. I can't. He also realized, yeah, the NHL. If there's one league that has their players on lockdown, has their the has their players by the balls, is, is the, the NHL. NHL. You yeah. really don't see that many like problems with the players in the league. You really don't. And if you do, it's it's like crazy stuff. Like Patrick Kane did did five lines of, of coke before his adult league game over the summer, and everyone's like, "What? Whoa! Like, watch out!" Yeah. Not saying that Patrick Kane did do it. And I'm also not saying to buy 
the CBJ Artillery's fifth line shirts, but you should buy the CBJ Artillery's five line strong shirts. They're they're sweet. Yes. Jordan was wearing it the other day. I might use a nice slice, and I'm like, that is actually a dope shirt. And he's like, did you know there's another story behind the five lines thing? And I was like, whoa, whoa, guy. Like, look, like that's that's your that's your manifesto. You keep that. That's sacred. It's all you. It's all you. <laughs> so, but no, sorry. Uh, let's get into uh our let's, next let's topic. Get into it. Let's um, get in one. We have a new t- we have a new segment here. Um, as a lot of you may have heard, we like the catchphrase "Love to see it, hate to see it." So we're introducing a new segment here today. It, simply, just what I said. You love to see it, you hate to see it. We're all gonna. We all went out, scoured the internet for a for a love to see it and a hate to see it moment that we all think is worthy of putting out on the air so uh let's let's give everyone's love to see it out there real quick um does anyone want to start um dave you go first yeah dave um so my love to see it is before i think it was last night at the montreal game carrie price was during warm-ups and his wife and his daughter were up against the glass and it was just you know a real tender-hearted sweet moment you know with him mm-hmm. and his family so that's that's me love to see it i mean it's a video you know we'll put it out on our twitter but you know he was kind of going through his warm-up and just kind of took time to go say hey to yeah. his family and go see his daughter for a little you bit you definitely was, love to see those yeah. interactions uh hayden do you got one or do uh so my love to see it is straight off nhl.com's news page and it is brett burns Thriving on sharks with kindred spirits, Pavelski Carlson. Defenseman credits family atmosphere in San Jose ahead of All-Star Weekend. You love to see it. They got the All-Star. The West is one. I know we, we've we pretended like the West isn't one. Well, we said it like when the before the season started. Once 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 they introduced Eric Carlson out there, and he was, yeah, he was yeah. skating around with his, with with his, his hair, hair out yeah, and the mustache. Yeah. Like, you Goatee. knew the West is over. Like, we saw, like, why are they even playing? I think they opened up against the Ducks, and we were saying, like, and then they ended up losing. They ended up losing to the Ducks, but we still ended up saying the West is over. And now this is just one step closer towards the West being over. Yes. Is Brent Burns thriving on sharks with kindred spirits. He talks about the family atmosphere. It's over, guys. Like, this team legitimately is a Western Conference powerhouse that's just waiting to happen. I know they've been in the top three in their division kind of all year. And, like, the Flames have been ahead of them. But the Sharks, once the postseason comes around, I think they're going to be the real deal. So make sure you cover up all your boo-boos with Band-Aids because you don't want any blood in that water if you're in the Western Conference. You hate okay. to see it. That's my that's my you love to see it. Okay, so my love to see it, it kind of goes off what your guys' topic said. Um, Natural Light tweeted out, C's get degrees and fourteen ninety nine gets you a 30 rack. You'll love to see it. I that's loved perfect. seeing that on Twitter because it's just pure facts. It's also just more important than gas prices is yeah. how much a 30 rack I'm not looking at Natty gas prices. Is. You're looking I'm, at how much a I'm Natty. looking at Nanny Light's tweets about how C's get degrees and fourteen ninety nine gets you a 30 rack. Again, so. we're not political here, but I mean, just sign of the times, question mark. Natty Light's still $15 for a 30 rack. Still so. rolling. Sign of the times. All right. Kooks. No, what? no, snake draft. You go hate to see it. Oh, oh it, now yep. it's my hate yep. to see it? Okay, well, snake my... Snake draft. <laughs> can never get them. <laughs> my hate to see it was obviously uh, every weatherman telling me that we were going to get a foot of snow down here, and I walk outside, there's only like three inches. Dude, we were outside boots ready with our sleds, ready to go to the Dubtown slopes and hit the slopes yesterday so, morning. F- fuck all those weathermen. 
in Cleveland, my mom sent me a picture. They got like 16 inches of snow. So missing out, missing out back up there. Yeah, fuck all these weathermen. I hate to see them telling me that I'm going to get a foot of snow yeah. and I only get like two inches. Yeah, that's garbage. And it's not even until like it's dark out. Yeah, no, that's that's big time Garbo because we were trying to go sledding yesterday, but then the snow decided to come the day that we have actual like crap to do. Like the yeah. one day a week where we have crap to do, we can't go sledding. Although I'm still down to get a sled slash after this, but there's also football on TV. Yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, we're busy. Um, so then it would be my turn for the hate to see it. Is that right? Uh, Islanders up two nothing on the Ducks right now at the end of one. You hate to see it. I mean, we're 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 trying to run with them. Metropolitan Division rival now, I guess. It's getting sweaty. It's getting sweaty. Says it's Dave. always sweaty in the Metro, but it's getting real sweaty. Like I mean, it's like I said, always sweaty. Like I said with that analogy, like we're in a small room right now. The Blue Jackets, like it's like we were the ones we just got done working out and we're staying in this room and we're all sweaty. And then, like, next thing you know, another big sweaty man comes in the room, and he's like, hey, how's it going? You're like, well, who invited you? Then a third guy comes in, and then the fourth guy is actually Barry Trotz in an all-orange jumpsuit with a gold chain popping, and his chair still moving says, what's up, boys? That's my chair. That's what I'm seeing right now. And you hate to see it, really. You hate to see it. We don't need another metropolitan team that's going to make our lives more sweaty. Well, like the last two to three years, like it's always been Washington, Pittsburgh, and Columbus. And ever like that fourth team has always revolved. Yes. Last year, it was like the Flyers and Devils. Devils. Yeah. This year, those two teams, for some reason, suck ass. And this year, <laughs> it's the Islanders. Yeah. It's crazy. But they're actually leading the Metro right now. So, like, we're in just another race with another team. Cooks, does that make you salty that the guy that won you a Stanley Cup, you guys didn't rehire, and he's out here just fucking dropping dimes on the Metro right now? I don't know, man, because it was like, I mean, he still kind of factors into, like, the money we had. We were so close to just being over, and it was like we signed Carlson, we signed Wilson, signed Smith Pelly back, and it was like, Trotz was like, eh, you know, like he was due up for a big contract and like we were going to have to give him money. And I'll tell you what, Trotz kind of let him walk. Trotz said, You can sign these nuts. I'm yes. going off to New York and I'm playing in the Barclays Center and the Nassau Coliseum. Sign these nuts, JT, sign these nuts because I'm <laughs> still going to fucking dominate all of you. Yeah, Matthew Barza. What is his, uh, what is his point total up to now, nowadays? You know what I mean? Like, what, what's. What's he sitting at? I think we need to look that up because I'm sure he's a guy that is obviously leading his team. What is what is his points at? I mean, Matthew Barzell. I saw some crazy Blue Jacket fan. He's at 44. Shit, crazy Blue Jacket fan. He's at 44 points. Said Bob and Wenberg for Barzell? Question mark. And I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, what are you like? What are you smoking? Is that even the kind of call that you like dial the phone for? Like, no, it's not. Like, Blue Jackets fans, I love you guys. I love Blue Jackets fans. We're just, we're just a different kind of breed. But that is, that is actually crazy. That kind of suggested of a tweet, of a a tweet. All right, Kooks, what's, what is your hate to see it for this lovely Sunday? So this one, I, I told you guys before, before we came on air, it's a little bit funny a little bit witty um it was from a couple days ago actually so i think it was the 15th what's today the 20th so about maybe close to a week ago but the senators tweeted out at nhl fix your website we're not on the standings fix your website and then nhl said scroll down like all the way down 
And the Ooh. center said, okay, found it. Ooh. I like the buildup of this story. So, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. And um, just real quick, I love to see it that just missed it because Natural Light just came up on my Twitter feed. Uh, another love to see it that I'm sure Hayden can agree with was Stinger talking to Gritty when Gritty posted a photo of him looking up. He's like, what's up there? And then Stinger's just like, 28 other teams because Philadelphia is that shitty. Oh, yeah. Uh, You love to see Philadelphia being one of the worst teams in the league. It's just so funny. You love to see your mascot sticking up for your team. And you know what? Things turned around because I got this friend who runs the Upper Bowl podcast out in Philadelphia. And every time he Snapchats himself at the game, he Snapchat himself at the Blue Jackets game. I just Snapchatted back, like back to him like three and zero, which was our record against Philadelphia this year, and he instantly fires back with, "At least we've won a playoff series. Like Bob's gone, Panarin's gone. Like your team sucks." And I'm just like, I'm just giggling at this guy. You guys have been a team since like '75, and they. Got, I would hope you have a playoff yeah, series win. Yeah, I hope you had a playoff series win in four decades of being a team. So like, I love like triggered Caps fans, and I love triggered Penguins fans, but like. Triggered Philadelphia fans are hilarious because, yes. like, they're like inner demons come out, and it's just like, whoa, settle down there. So, let's, you know, I, I'm ready. Let's let's talk about these Columbus Blue Jackets here. We've yes. gotten through our first few topics, but I'm ready to talk about the Blue Jackets. Um, Coats won four straight. You know, they beat they beat Nashville. They beat the caps then they beat new york and then they beat the rangers and they were looking really good and then the last two games before the all-star break they do fall to uh montreal and uh minnesota last night in back-to-back games uh it's a tough it's tough break going to the all-star break with two losses but like to me they weren't like losses earlier in the season where i was just like these guys literally give me like diarrhea right now. No, yeah. these were like losses where I was like, we just missed a couple chances, and I feel like we just could use a little more hustle, and we we would have won the game like five one. Yeah, and honestly, you know they had to lose two. Like they had to lose two going in to the the All Star break just so we can be a little bit nervous and be like a little bit scared. Just for Tuesday night, January 29th, Buffalo Sabres coming to town. Rematch of the Kraft Mac and Cheese Bowl. It's a dub. I'm so confident in it that I would put my, I'd put, I'd put, I'd, I'd put my mom on it. Okay. Wow. That was uh, tough for you to say. That was tough Shelly Halshorn, you are up for auction apparently in Hayden's eyes. No, so that's that's how confident I am. Shelly, if if you're listening, you're not up for auction in my eyes. You're fine. I'm not putting her up for auction. I'm that, just that was I'm essentially that, that was essentially putting her you're up right. for auction. Yeah. Ah, you're right. That was that was dumb. That's why it was hard for me to say. But I am that confident. Your own blood mother. You just yes. put up for auction. We're Congrats. not going to lose to Buffalo. Congrats. I'm sorry. Buffalo Sabers coming. I'm not saying we're going to lose. Say Breeze I'm coming talking, into our town. I'm just talking about the general fact that you put your own blood mother up. for Yes, auction. I did because I'm that confident that we're going to be Buffalo. That's insane. On, yeah, yeah, it is. But hey, full Sandaroo, you know what I'm saying? So, and then I also, I'm also going to put a couple of these. I like to, I'm going to say it's a scapegoat. Uh, Cannonball, a lot of the team was fucking housed at the Cannonball. And then you got to go play hockey. That's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one. You know, players were slurring their words and everything, they had to Uber home. How are you supposed to wake up and go play hockey? Who is you know? the most in one? The most in Name one? Name dropping right now. Um, 
Cam Atkinson was up there. He was pounding some drinks. Svard was all over the place <laughs> with his freaking mullet and like huge 1980s glasses. You said that Savard tried to talk to Bob, who was just kind of being that like emo kid standing up in the corner like, by himself. Hanging upside down. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I had a good conversation with Savard. I talked about his glasses. So Yeah, tell that story. So like he's just standing there and I'm like, hey man, those are some nice glasses you got there. He's like, yeah, thanks. I thought they'd go really good with the outfit. I was like, yeah, you should just like wear those during the hockey games now. He's like, yeah, you think? I'm like, yeah, just take off the whole visor. Take off the visor and just wear those. No one will say anything. He's like, yeah, that'd be a great fucking idea. He's like, you know, I could even like get like the string that you attach <laughs> the glasses so like they don't yeah. fall off. And he's like, and then he like reenacted <laughs> sitting on the bench. He's like, he squatted down to sit on the bench. He's like, then when I'm sitting on the bench, I just go like this. And he puts him down. He lets him hang by his neck because he's got the string. So, so in case anybody needs to know, um, please buy the artillery's t-shirts. That way, they get more money to hire a graphic designer, so somebody can like graphic design and Photoshop a picture of David Savard with those sunglasses on and no visor, because that's what I need. Or I mean, can he just go out with the warm-ups? Like, what's the rules? Like, who's gonna say no to him going out there? I don't know. I don't know what the rule is, but. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that is that hilarious. conversation was fun. I had a lot of good conversations with players. Yeah. It was a great time. You'll love to hear it. Um, what was your favorite? Did you talk to Torts? No. I really wanted to, but just that entire night, he had that typical Torts <laughs> look, and I, I was scared for my life. It wasn't It wasn't the 600 victories Torts look. It wasn't like this happy. No, it was the Torts in the middle of the third period in a 2-2 game. And we just yeah, looked Torts. And we were up 2-0, but Ryan Murray figured out what – I forgot what side they were supposed no, to be Scott going Harrington. towards. Scott Harrington – Forgot how to play hockey and for, forgot that he was a yeah. player on the ice and just thought he was watching the other team play mm -hmm. and so it was two two yeah. so yeah he was uh, red he was red Panarin Panarin was just looking for anyone to like you know stand by him and like not feel like a loner so you know I gotta take that one I took that took that bullet for the team I talked to Panarin um I did ask him the question so like I was like say you score a goal you know we're in the nationwide arena you score a goal. What would you do? Like, what would you think if, like, some fans just start throwing loaves of bread on the ice? And he, he chuckled for, like, you know, two minutes because, like, I actually, like, got this man to, like, laugh. Two whole minutes. That's 120 seconds, folks. Yeah. That and, this then, man and then he looks at me with that Russian accent and he just goes, That'd be dope. That'd be dope. You hear it. That's he said it. He that'd said be it. dope. That'd be dope. This is, this is confirmed not, facts wait, from Tom. I want to clarify it's not that'd be dope. It's. That be dope. That be dope. That confirmed facts. Tom, the conversation with our Timmy Panarin asked him, "How would you feel if fans threw threw bread on the ice?" He said, "That be dope." We've been trying to get fans yeah. to do that. We're not going to be the ones to do that because we have. No, and this is no, no call to action. Deal. But then I did talk to a couple of my bosses. You know, I'm in game presentation, so we deal with these kind of things. Guys, you are getting confirmed facts that it is and okay to throw I bread tell, on the ice. I tell my boss, I'm like, because like I told Jason, like my one boss this is a huge about it, and then right he here. like told the higher boss about like my story, and he's like, tell tell, tell him about the story. I was like, okay. I, I was talking to parent, I told him everything, and he's like, let's get it going. He's like, he's like, we need it. He's like, tell people. I'm like, I don't know if like he was housed saying that or like <laughs> what was going on, 
all I know is, is people were telling me we need to get bread on the ice. A a drunk person's words are sober man's thoughts. Mm-hmm. So that's Spin approval. Spin it however you that's want. That's approval. <laughs> Spin it however you want. People were telling me like that bread should be on the ice for when this man scores a goal. People were telling you that'd be dope. Yeah, and that'd so, be dope. That'd be dope. Throw it. Throw the yeah. bread to save the bread. Throw it to save it. So you love to see it. You love to hear I, it. I'm finding ways to keep Panarin in this day. I'm I bled for the man. I'm getting bread for the man. Like I don't know what else I can do. You're holding his hand. You're touching I'm holding his, his butt. hand. I'm touching butts. Talk, yeah, I, I, Zach Ransky were and I were touching butts, talking about Fortnite and Call of Duty. You know, just typical, typical twenty-one-year-old conversation. Did you get that PSN? No, he's got an Xbox. Uh, uh, Xbox geez. guy. Well, that's okay. He get his Epic. Well, then it's cross, it's cross-platform now, so we can play with. Then he had to go do his thing, so I, uh, I missed it. I missed the it. brain wasn't you, clicking you that fast. Like, I spent like, too much time with Panarin. That's on me. Yeah, you I, just. Yeah. I spent too much time on the greater prize. You yes, know? yeah. Greater prize, prize is nine. Are you saying that nine's better than eight? Yes, mathematically. No, yes. Mathematically, yes, but realistically, yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Choose nine every day. <laughs> Love eight, but I'm choosing nine. Ah, see, so that that eight, was eight. Eight was on the team that got us to over 100 points. So doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. Uh, you're it not. Does a, you're matter. not. A, you. For, I. You're not a Panarin guy. I am, I am a Panarin, Panarin guy. guy. No. I am a Panarin Every guy. Every time we talk about him, you always try to you always try no, to pump him down. You no, always pump stop. him down. Stop. Stop. I'm not pumping him down. Like Hayden, every no. time I've brought him stop. up, you not have every never time. been on the side. Stop that. You're, You're saying that every time. We talk about Panarin like three or four times a day. It is not every time. And maybe every time, once a week. Every I'm time like, I have to like get it through your head that like this man oh is our gosh. team no you don't have to get through my head that this man is our team you have to get through my head that like that he's staying because i just am constantly under the belief and under the worn torn damage i've sustained as a blue jackets fan that when star players come here they like to leave so i'm just accepting the reality now that in six months he might be gone so every once in a while you're right the insecurity in me comes out but i am not every single day like that with panarin I love the bread man. The past like I've three been, weeks, you had. Oh that. my gosh, that is not true. We oh, had like 100%. we had one conversation about it. We had one conversation. And every time it's ended with no. you not mm-hmm. being on the side no. of Panera. No, it always has ended with me that, and it's always ended with me saying that in the case that he leaves, I think this team could be better. And you can't argue with me that you can't no, because I can't. you no, you can't because you've seen players, star players, leave good teams and they've gone on to do great things. Look at the team that's sitting above us. John Tavares, elite centerman, left the team. Look yeah, where they are now. Also taking out the fact that they got a okay, the they got Cup winning coach okay, they Barry got Barry Trotz. Trotz. Okay, whatever. Whoopty swoopty do. Like when play when star players leave teams, they end up doing better. Look at Colorado Avalanche. How are they doing right now? They're looking pretty solid. They lost one. They lost Matthew Shane. Call him yeah, what it is, but they lost that player. Three great players, and you can't deny with me that the Blue Jackets had a better season than. They did the year before they got Panarin. I'm not trying that to diminish. Regular but season. All I'm saying is, literally, all I'm saying is that in the case that Panarin leaves, in the case, this is me personally accepting this reality, having an open conversation because I'm not afraid to have open conversations about things, saying this team could be better off. You don't know. 
You don't know who we're going to find to fill that position. You don't know who we're going to call up from the minors that is going to come up. You don't know who we're going to draft. No, you I know don't we know. don't have many people on the minors. But you don't know who we're going to draft. You don't, don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what free agent we're going to sign. We don't know who we're going to trade for him. If we ever were to trade for him, you don't know. So what you're saying, you're trying to diminish me of my knowledge, and I don't like that because you're trying to make it so that I'm not against that, so that I'm against Panarin. No, I want this man signed for eight thousand years and one. I want him signed for two billion years. Sign that man, please. We need him. But I'm just saying, in the case that he leaves, I'm a glass half full kind of guy. I'm starting to look at the glass half full. I'm starting to say, you know what? We might not be that bad. So no, I'm not. So it took me three weeks and calling you out. In the artillery podcast room to finally get you to swing. Okay. Nope. nope. I've, been sw- I've been swinging. So I've we're been going swinging. in the all-star break. Uh, Cam Atkinson and Seth Jones will be re- representing the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, every night before the all-star game, they always have the skills competition. Uh, this year we have the f- fattest, fastest skater, premier passer, save streak, puck control, hardest shot, and accuracy shooting. So... Just, I just want to hear what you guys think. Uh, you'd like to see these two guys participate. Yes. In. Quick, quick question. I do have a question. Do any of this skills competitions include taking extremely cute videos with your like infant toddler son? Because if so, then Cam's winning. Because that video that he posted of him trying to like get his son to react was so cute. No, I don't think they have that event. Okay, that would be cool if they did. Okay, and and Cam would win that. So that's my that's my take on the NHL skills competition. Good night, everybody. Okay, Kooks. So <laughs> Seth Jones as defenseman. Out of those, uh, you know, six events, what do you think you'd like to see him participate in the most? Um. So you got the premier passer this year. Yeah, right? premier passer. Save streak we can't do because we don't have a goalie. But right. so we we're right. down to five. Fastest skater, premier passer. Puck control, hardest shot, and accuracy. Um, I mean, probably for a defenseman, I would just like to see. I mean, I don't watch, obviously, the coats as much as you guys do because I have my own team. But, um, you know, just with Jonesy being a young elite defenseman, um, probably like puck control or premier passer because, I mean, you know, if you can control the puck, distribute, I mean, that's most yeah. likely why he's in the Those game. Those are two so. good ones. I personally want to see him do the hardest shot. Yeah. I want to see what he's ripping because yeah. that's what I that's I think that's what he was supposed to do last year. But then he took the break off because he was sick. Mm. So they ended up uh, putting Wierenski in the fastest skater. So I do want to see him do the hardest shot. I just want to see what that man's ripping. Yeah, I mean true. he's got twenty two assists this year. So yeah, the premier passer definitely there. He really hasn't been shooting a whole lot this year compared to other years. Like he's been more of a facilitator of the offense, and I I don't know maybe he's saving his shot, but like I do would like to bet that that man has a stellar shot, and we have seen it. I mean he scored like what fifteen goals last year, so yeah he scored like sixteen. Yeah, so yeah let him let him let him grip it and rip it. You know what I mean? And so. then I think Cam will either be in uh. Accuracy or puck control. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's fast, but he's not one of the fastest. Yeah. I, I know he's not one of the fastest. Yeah, he just seems fast because he's so small, and you're yeah. just like, wow, that thing is moving. Like It's like a – yeah, it's moving. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little dot moving on the ice. <laughs> a little dot. But do you think you think Cam would maybe want to do 
fastest skater just for himself to see like where he measures up against guys that yeah, might be a maybe. little bit faster than yeah, him. Yeah, I think it would be interesting actually to see him do fastest skater. Yeah. I think it would be. Yeah. That's just something to think about. I don't think he'd win it, but like I I don't know. Just I mean, they had Wierenski do it last year. I knew he wasn't going to win it. I wonder how Duclair, if he would have won it. Let's be that. honest. Like, we all know who's winning the fucking event. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's 9-7. Yeah, it's 9-7. You're right. <laughs> There's, no, There's no question about it. As long that. as Dylan Larkin's not there, it's 9-7. I, even if Dylan Larkin is there, I think 9 seven still winning. I was the like, dude nine, flies seven around. Seven he does. is so right. fast. You guys are right. His legs are so long. He's like a... Yeah, he's like some fucking kind of bug, Daddy Long Legs, Daddy Long Legs, Grasshopper kind of guy. I yeah. swear he breaks into flight like after three strides. It, just and it's just so effortless. Like he just, you just simply see him take like five strides and like he's gone. He's a big ostrich kind of. Yeah, guy. he's it's amazing. I got a question. How do you think Duclair would do if he was in that kind of event? Do you think he'd be able to compete? Like, do you think he's like? Because people always talk about he's one of the fastest. Yeah, in you the always league. see you always see him burn by like yeah. D man. So does McDavid. I mean. I'd I'd be interested to see. It, it. it would be interesting because that just, is by far Duclair's best asset is how fast he he's is. He's the fastest so. skater on the Blue Jackets. Yes, that, so, I think that's facts. You'd love to you'd love to see him give a shot at doing that. I mean, yeah. he's not good enough to be well, an all star right now. It'd be kind of sketchy because anytime you do see him try to get really fast and go behind the cage, he always falls. And that is the entire event is just going ar- yes. around the entire rank. Yes. So, it, but he's not going to have the puck this time, and he doesn't have to be thinking about where he's going to shoot it. Right? They don't skate with a puck well, he during that shoot. competition. He doesn't shoot, but he doesn't shoot because he's always thinking about how he's going to shoot it. And by the time he gets a chance to shoot, it's too late because he's already thought too much. Yeah. So maybe this event would be good for him because he doesn't have to think about shooting it. Could be. Could be. Be I, inter- I mean, I like I said, I think it'd be interesting to see him take on the fastest skater. I am so excited about him and his future with this team. I know if he's on he a, has one. Is he's I know he's on a one year kind of fling with us, but like I really hope that we do. But sign honestly, him. like he's he, got so much potential though. You honestly, know I mean? he hasn't like he's shown potential, but he hasn't like really blown anything out of the water. Where <laughs> I think a team's like going to be like, here's this money. You know what I mean? Right, but like. You, well, that, so, that means that, like I'm not worried yeah. about like him going to another team. Like if he like like Sam Gagne the year with he was with us, he scored like what 50 points yeah. or something like that. So mm-hmm. then obviously a team's gonna be like, here's all this money. He's not really doing that. So no team, I don't think a team's really gonna be like, here's this three twenty million dollar deal. Unless some team has been watching what he's doing, because dude, like when that guy plays, like. He really created He's on been his on own so many teams, but he really created on his own like four to five opportunities for him to score. If he can just pair that with a good scoring attack when he's down low, like I mean, you're talking about a guy that's going to be scoring yeah, yeah. thirty plus last in night, the future. Like last night, two <laughs> like two of the four opportunities he did have were like himself. Other other two was just like him being in a good spot yeah. and a good pass. But I mean, he always does like yo like. It's like almost like every two games he plays, like you see him burn a D man to create like an open opportunity for himself. I like I really would love to see him stay with this team for a long time because I think he's a player that's just gonna keep growing up. He's such a young guy. What is yeah. he? Twenty three. I think 24? I think he is gonna stay just because I bet him and Torts are like to hit like to the outside might seem really like he might hate torts because he's always getting sent down or healthy scratch but torts like did that with oliver bjorkstrand like the first couple years he was here and now bjorkstrand's really starting to turn on 
Yeah. So, I mean, maybe he hopefully he'll just realize that that if he stays with Torts, like he will become his that game much, is going to develop. His he will become that much better of a player. Yeah. I mean, he's literally only twenty three years old. So, like, and with yeah, the speed for, that like, he has now, and with the friend, like he's he's made good men's with. You know, guys like Josh Anderson and Zach Rowenski, like he's friends with all those guys. He was partying with the entire team. Yeah. He was at the Cannonball, he was like one of the last ones there. And Booner, he's friends with Booner. And like this, this is a good core group of guys. I was listening to the Puck Bunnies podcast and they called the Blue Jackets just a bunch of boyfriends. And like that, I think what that really means is that they're just a bunch of young studs. So keep, keep the youth around. I like it. Plus, He's a good reason to invest because of his speed. So, I mean, I know he's on a one-year fling. If we can get him for something cheap and, like, decently long-term, like, maybe he's not going to be asking for a whole bunch of money, knock on wood, I think, hopefully. I, I think with him it's going to end up being, like, a three-year deal. Yeah, a three a or three, four-year. Like, fi- a three, like, $15 million yeah. a year Which deal. would be good for him, honestly, yeah. to get, like, a nice little medium-term thing with It's like team. a little stability because yeah. he hasn't had that like you say he's, no. he's 23 but he's bet like played for four teams he's now been like point. on the rangers the yotes the hawks and us now and at 23 yeah, years four, old yeah, four so. teams that that does feel like he's been in the league longer but that's just because he's been on so many different teams but so like we alluded to it earlier coming out of the break we do play the sabers uh in the craft mac and bowl cheese part two It'll, yes. That will always be the Kraft Mac and Cheese Bowl when I see these teams play. At the yeah, when they play that little game at that little practice rink. Well, now like not even when they're not at the practice rink. It's the no Kraft matter Bowl, what, yeah. when I play the saves, it's going to be the Mac and Cheese Bowl. Yep. But come out of the break, uh, Hayden. You know, this team has shown the potential that they can be one of the best teams in the league. I feel like they are missing maybe like one to two pieces or like one to two strategy things. Are there any ch- trades? I know we talked about it a couple times, like uh, what, like two nights ago, a little bit. What team are we talking about? We're talking about the Blue Jackets. Yeah, we're talking about the Blue Jackets. Or are we talking about your Sabers? Who you said should it? Should I give up? Should should we give up on them? You're like, are you sure? Are, are you sure? They're Hayden, still around. They're, they're still around, but they're. I'm not, I'm looking at the standings here, Tom, and they're not in that line. So. Uh, Buffalo, they're going to die off, and it's going to start off on Tuesday, January 29th. I already put my mom's on it. Um, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put I'm not actually gonna put my mom on it. I'm gonna put the jumping into Elm Creek Lake. I will jump into Elm Creek Lake if the if the Buffalo Sabers beat us. That's how confident I am. In a regular season game. In a regular season game. And okay. I because I want to put my mom on it. That yeah. really didn't answer my question. To answer, I just had to clear the air with Buffalo there for a second. That really didn't answer the question I laid out for you. But I had to. Thank cl- you I had for to clear the air. away from that cl- question. You're welcome. We can circle back to it now because it's going to be a long. Are you discussion. sure? Yes, I'm. Ready. I thought I was the host of this show. We're co-hosts. What do you mean? Well, you gave me the script. Yeah, and right. You just went off the script. You're right. You got it. Okay. Go ahead. You okay. take it. You take it where you want to, but you just got to be ready that sometimes I'm going to grab it and just run away. And you just got. I'm like a dog. I'm fe- I'm fetching it. You have Panarin's tennis balls ready to throw, and every once in a while you throw them, and then I go chase it down. Now that you're on the Panarin train. Now okay, that I'm yeah. on the Panarin train. Okay. Been on the Panarin train. Been there. Okay. So Still now on. that you're on the Panarin train, are there any trades it. that you have in mind, or any strategy changes you'd like to see for this final push 
for the team as we get to the, the crunch time, which is February and March. Well, none of them include trading Panarin because I do think we should ride him no matter what his decision is going to be at the end. Um, I've never been super about trading Panarin, so I just want to clear the air with that one. Bobrovsky, on the other hand, I've been a little bit open to trading him, but I've also been like, I can see why it'd be good to stay him. We have two very opposing guys on this podcast. Tom says, get rid of him now. And Davis says, keeping him around could be a situation like Holpe, like last year, where the Caps kind of gave up on Holpe, but then they threw him in the middle of the series and he was lights out. I would, I would not be upset if we kept Bob all the way through the playoffs and like threw him in as a backup tenny and see what he can do in the postseason. Because every year that we've been to the postseason, we've played Bob as a number one. How does Bob do as a number two is the question. That I think that move would be like risky. Would the, the win like we have to win the cup this year? Yeah. Like, no, you're right. Like that's putting all the chips. Like it's not all the chips, but like it's putting a majority of the chips into this year. Yes. No, and you're right. You're right. However, it is it is a very possible outcome. I don't see Yarmo going that way. Yarmo's a very conservative GM. So he's going to do what's best for the club. He's going to do the best for the club, which means he he's got he's got like a plan. He's got like a three year plan. I bet. Yeah. To win the cup and like whenever. And Tom, we were talking about teams that the coats could trade with and like chicago is very they came up the most they're like they're the the team that came up the most in our eyes and you and i were both saying like what about artem anisimov coming back like yeah. he's, he's a good centerman because we need a centerman right we and send we, we send, fill the russian friend void of exactly. getting rid of bob with anisimov yes i like you didn't know this when i told you i don't think you knew it when i told you but when Panarin first came to the United States and played for the Blackhawks, he lived with Anisimov because he's a 24-year-old Russian. He's got no idea what's going on in this country. So and he needed a friend, and he lived with Anisimov. So there you go. And the thing is, is is we need a centerman, so we have to get something back. He's been with the team before. Artem Anisimov has, so the relation is there with the team. Um, Chicago needs another 10 because... No offense to Corey Crawford, he's not getting it done. And Cam Ward, who they brought in, also not getting it done. So Chicago is looking to invest in maybe kind of a little long-term tendy situation. Maybe we send Wenberg over there too so that, uh, you know, some of the Blue Jackets fans are happy with Wenberg out. Um, and then maybe we get like a minor league player or mm-hmm. some draft pick and some some scraps, you know, back with it. Because... Honestly, I think it's a realistic situation, and Artem Anisimov has produced for them this year, not in great manners, but he has. Maybe well, he's working with, his, with what he's got. He's working with what he's got. Clearly, exactly. the team's not producing a lot, so he's still producing with what they got. As much as some people want to see Wenberg get traded, I don't think it's going to happen. I think there's too much camaraderie and within the locker room to trade him at this very moment. Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? Just as a team in general, it's kind of hard to break up this team. Yeah. Like, it really is hard because think about it. We're second place in the Metro right now. Like, yeah. Why Why do you want to, you know, get rid of something that and, really isn't a problem? And like but, and like we like we said, Wenberg is a – like, trading Wenberg would be a big – like, would be a huge trade. It would be. And I don't see Yarmo doing that. 
Not at the deadline, at least. Yarmo, like, there were big trades that happened at the deadline last year, and all the Blue Jackets did was, like, three Schmedium trades for Vanek, Ian Cole, Cole and yeah. Latestu. Yeah. And we literally lost, like, nothing out of it. Like, we got rid of, like, some things that, like, we were never going to use. Yeah. So I just don't really see Yarmo doing that. And I agree with that. I, I just think that as far as the trade goes, my take on it is the conversation that you and I had, thinking that the best situation for the Jackets is to get Artem Anisimov. Like, I think that's the best route to pursue because then you're also not trading with a team from the Eastern Conference or even from your own division. You're yeah, really and, like, like you do see trades within your own conference. And, like, you do – like, obviously we got Bob from a Metropolitan rival in the Flyers. But – most of the time when you send a goalie somewhere, it's out of conference because then you're only going to play them like twice a year. Well, to you, be fair, I think when Philadelphia traded with us, we weren't in the same division at the time. I think that was before we realigned. Was it? I think it was. It was right on that, what, like 2012, 2011, 2012. We got Bob in like 11. I think, we, yeah, I don't think we were realigned. By I can't then. remember that yeah. far back. Either way, you really yeah like you said you see when you see goalies like get moved you see them go across conference so you don't have to deal with them that much and i don't want to take away from the point that you had tom where you said um the best teams to kind of trade with would be teams that are not going to make the postseason this year that are looking that need attending they just need to want to rebuild around something and, and that's fair but the thing is is i think bob according to portsy i think is what i was reading i'm not sure i'm not not going to confirm that right now um somewhere i read that bob gave the team a list of teams no he waived his no trade clause. right he waived his no trade clause but then he also gave a list of teams that he's wanting to be traded to for teams that he could see himself signing long term so now Yarmo's got to work with that too. You know what I mean? Like teams are not going to be dumb enough to to trade with a guy that they're just only going to have for a certain amount of well, like, well that's what I literally said. months. That's what, that, that's what I think I said that when we had our conversation that if they like the only way they trade Bob is that like the team's going to talk to his agent and be like, if we trade for you, will you agree to sign an eight year deal? Yes. And like if yes. he says no, then they're like, all right, then we're not trading. You're stuck there. Yes. And then I don't think they're going to trade Panarin. I think Panarin's staying. Oh, yeah. Like, earlier in the year, people were like, it doesn't even look like he's, like, wanting to be out there on the ice. Like, he's just kind of, like, looks depressed. But honestly, like, all players look depressed when your team's losing. Yeah. But when now he's, like, now he looks like he's having so much fun out there. No, and, and it looks like he's really bonding with the city. Yeah, and he's and he's clicking a lot more, too, I think. I don't know what has uh came about him but he's just been he's been look like he's looked like a different player in the second half yeah. of the first half of the season like he, he's gotten some overtime victories for us he scored a, our one goal last night he really is a different player and um i mean he's an all-star he should be going to the all-star game he's not because he was kind of like quiet as far as goal he had a scoring. slow start yeah slow start and he really is going to be the difference maker down the stretch for this team. And he it really is the star player we need. So I am down to put the chips on him. I do not think we should trade him unless we can get something huge. If we can't get anything huge, you got to keep him around because he is going to be the guy that is the difference maker in the postseason. I, I do believe that. I do believe he can be that guy. 
So yeah, I think he's staying. There's no way he can go to Tampa Bay. Like I don't see how Tampa Bay fiscally has the money. They don't. They don't to sign another player like that. I'll tell you what. It is going to be very interesting to hear what comes from their talks over the All Star break. I am going yeah, to look forward yeah. to what the Panarin Panarin agent talks. Yeah, it will be very interesting to see what all happens there. But um, I think that's going to do it for the first show. I don't, I don't, I don't have any other talking points. How many? If I'm yeah, being, if I I'm think being I think we're all talked out. My last talking point is good. end show. <laughs> so I just Sounds good. I, I hit end show. So maybe we can end with Dave reviewing how the show went since you did just yeah. You, I you're think, our producer. So. I mean, I think it went well. I mean, yeah. I love. I mean. This recording studio is way better than what we were using so before. The last time we actually recorded a hockey dudes, Hayden and I did it on a phone on a lunch table. Yeah. So this is definitely a big step up. Um, big step up. Yeah. Big step up. And big uh, step up. So got the All Star game on Saturday. I believe that means. The, is it sa- I thought it was it. I thought it was on Sundays. It's on. I think it's on the Saturday. Skills is on Saturday. I think. Skills yeah, is on I Saturday. Skills was Saturday. Well, let me let me just let me just check to confirm. I don't want to just blindly misinform uh, anybody here. It, oh wait, hold on. I got it right here. Oh no, Skills is Friday. Oh, yeah. Sweet. So Saturday, um, it looks like Central and Pacific are playing at eight fifteen. Then our boys at nine fifteen on Saturday, January twenty sixth. This is Metropolitan, and we take on the Atlantic, obviously. I mean, do you guys want to just like end the show with like maybe predicting like who's gonna win? Metro. Metro's gonna win. You Metro. love to hear it. You yep. love to hear it. Seriously. Well, maybe I should give you guys a harder thing to to debate about before okay. we go out. How about we try to pick the breakaway winner? The breakaway, the breakaway challenge yeah, winner. Breakaway challenge and. Ooh. Um. Okay. Who Who's in it? I need I need names of guys. That I don't are think in they've it. named that yet. They've. I don't mm. think they've put mm. players in specific events. That's why I was asking. What do you think yeah. Seth Jones and Cam were gonna be in? We yeah. hate to see it done. I mean, you can never go wrong with with Connor McDavid. Obviously, uh, Sidney Crosby's probably gonna do the breakaway challenge. I'm guessing. Um. Uh, maybe. Maybe I don't know. I feel like he'd do more like passing stuff. Yeah. Okay. That's just me. But we both we the three you of us honestly all are put looking. Crosby in any like yeah <laughs> any one of those skills. We are. I think Cam would be a good breakaway. Uh, you yeah. know, breakaway contestant. You know so. who would be good in a breakaway contestant? Even though we hate him, Jack Johnson, <laughs> in the nine hole in Detroit. <laughs> Yeah, he put the team on him. his back. He did. Yeah, fair enough. But screw him. He but hit. don't fucking talk about my hockey. Yeah, don't team. talk about my hockey team. Shut your, shut your mouth. Um, good good first ep boys. Yeah, We're good first epi. Uh, uh, whose brain whose brain is fried right now? Can we get a show of hands? My brain is fried. Tom's s- brain's not fried. Okay, no, I'm good. never fried. Uh, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, follow us at the Hockey Dudes on Twitter. Uh, follow. Uh, the CBJ Artillery on Twitter as we are now one big familia. Um, and then make sure you always uh, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your, uh, your grandma, tell, tell your grandpas. Your lizard, tell your that, lizard. Hold up. Okay. I'm, go- I'm ending the show. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Uh, tell your uncle, tell, tell your, your aunt, um, tell your fish, tell your cousins, tell your refrigerator, tell your roommates. Do you, would you like to end the show? Tell your laptops. No, I'm just, t- I'm just, I'm working with you here. Keep going. No, you're throwing me off. Okay, tell keep your, going. My sure brain, tell, my brain's gone. Tell your Twitter followers. So tell your Twitter tell followers. all your Twitter we followers. Uh, just retweet this to all your Twitter followers. Uh, tell this to um your closet, your, your belly button lint. Uh, tell it to 
your car tell it to your lizard and then most importantly uh tell it to your dog so thank you for tuning in and uh, we'll see we'll see you next sunday